This is Shame on You, our unapologetic guide for giving zero fucks. I'm Jordan. And I'm Brad. Now let's get a little weird. I want to be a proud gay man. My parents were always like, oh, why don't you find a nice yeah. girl? I don't know. You're scared just for of me. Boo. Just admit it. Okay. I why forgive them the for bum that. Bum? Why are you looking at the bum bum? No, I don't look like that. <laughs> oh, God. Welcome to another week of Shame on You podcast. I hope you listened to last week because we interviewed my ex-boyfriend, Paulo. He's here still. We cut it into two parts. Uh, this is part two with Paulo. And as we um, alluded to last week, there are some mystery emails that I wrote when I was in the depths of love. And well, they're Paulo, not a mystery. Yeah, they're not. A, well, they're a mystery to everyone until now. So, Paulo pulled They're one also up. 13 years old. And they're a reminder of how dead I am inside now. <laughs> Would you like to read them to the audience? Well, there's so many. I, you know, Just I, read, the, read the second one about the I Institute. And I don't know why you read the I Institute, but it was... All right. This is, a, this is a short one, relatively speaking. Read it like you're doing like a library reading. So like a live poetry thing. Live poetry, I've, yeah. I've started. Ready? So, I'm sitting here at the desk as the drunken fools rush in. Dot, dot, dot. Loves it. I miss you so, so much. I was sitting in the car today looking at you drive, and I just kept smiling because you are so perfect, so cute the way you smile, <laughs> drive, laugh, and look at me. It's amazing. I'm still shocked at how lucky I am. What is Seriously, going on? you're so special. If I was you, I'd probably wake up every day, look in the mirror, and say, I'm so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he does that. That's the best one. And I do it to this day. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, so let me, your voice has the... Let's ask the viewers. Your the voice. Viewers, again, sorry, not viewers. listeners. Your voice has the crazy ability to make it feel like you're right here all the time beside me, making me feel so loved. Everything so, is so much better when I'm with you. People seem nicer. The sun is brighter. Oh my God. And I feel like such a cool cat. <laughs> cool and cat. Cool, cool, cat, cat. <laughs> cool cat has like seven O's in it. Cool I, cat. Cool cat. Because I know you think about me and care for me. You made me feel. More loved in three months than anyone could in my lifetime. I want to make you happy in every way. I'd do anything for you or anyone close to you. If someone, if someone's like, describe your ideal love, I'd describe you. You are sociable, genuine, selfless, cute, kind, and good in bed. Dot, dot, dot. Hilarious. I could Hilarious. Sit, I could sit and watch you for hours. LOL. That sounds like you should file for a restraining order. Ha ha. I'm so excited for the 11th. It's going to be amazing. What was the 11th? I think that was our... our Remembrance week. Day. Was that... <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks so much for coming along at a time when I needed someone. You are a savior. I guess there really is a God. Oh, what, God. I've really gone like, from right that Right when one. your parents were going through shit? Maybe, I mean, yeah. I think so, too. But It's, it's almost ending. Ready? Yeah, um, keep going. So, what a great guy you are. Uh, no, sorry. I guess there really is a God. What a great guy he is. He sent me the best gift ever on Face Party. Funny how that man works. Well, jerk ass, my fingers are starting to hurt. I want to make you so happy one day, like a peak of ultimate happiness. I'm here for you forever. Don't change. Oh, jerky, worky, jerky, worky, turkey. George. <laughs> George. He always ends with a rhyme of some sort. This, like, oh my God. It's what like very, happened to you? It's very depressing for me to listen to this because I'm just so jaded now. There's also, like, the, I was so in love. I should have read the list of 40 ways in which you love me. 
Oh yeah, we found that one. Maybe we'll put that in a bonus episode. We'll put that, that's a bonus episode. I'll, I'll we'll do a, a reading of that. I have never known who you. is this person. I have never known you to be this cheesy. That's before. why. So you know, I feel like I'm the only one that's sort of and and Lindsay as well. I feel like have, a little bit with uh, we call him Eli because I wrote him a letter. Brad read the letter. I wrote him a letter because I'm a writer, mm-hmm. and it was like and it was a more like higher level letter than that, but. I feel like you didn't use as many dot dot dots n- or jerky worky turkey <laughs> or rhymes. I think it, I, I retired that. Your jerky writing styles become turkey. a little bit more mature. Just a little bit more mature, except when you read my book, it's uh, goes right back down. But I feel like actually it's interesting. I'm sitting here with both of you because I feel like you both know me in a way that no one else does. Like what's behind this artifice? Yeah. Like like what's what person? You know, we all have like sides to us, but like you know me. Um, on an intimate level, like who, what I'm really like when I, you know, stop. Just to be clear, he's pointing at Paulo, not me. Oh, sorry. And when I, you know, when people say like Jordan is an asshole, I feel like I'm, you know, I, and I'm always, you know, I feel very defensive, um, you know, because I know you in a certain way and it's, you know, I don't, I, you do asshole things. I will. I'm honest. We can all agree. But, uh, you know, I, I know you in a way that other people, you know, I think Brad and I and a few others, very few others know you in a way that, that the world doesn't, you know, doesn't know you. Yeah. Like when you're not in a crowd of people trying to get all the attention, you are a real, genuine, nice, loving person. And not a lot of people get to see that. Like you picked me up today and bought me a coffee that I didn't I do get. nice things for people. Yeah, I, I think so. Well, like even like Mira the other day was saying like her, like her sister was like, oh, you're such an asshole. And I'm like. I don't like, I don't really see myself like that. That's why it's like funny because I think I'm like, I'm transparent and authentic and, uh, and a lot of people can't handle honesty well, but like, especially Brad knows me that like, yes, underneath this, there is like a, a very, not, I wouldn't say a different person, but like a more, um, less guarded, less guarded, but it's, it's very hard to break that down. And I think, I think 99% of the people I know never see that. Do you think you've become more hardened over the years? For sure. Yeah. And I've had reason to, I've had, I've been fucked over by like, not only just people I dated, but like, you know, I had a best friend, Pat, we'll use her name, twat. And like, you guys were friends with her too. She, for people who don't know this, um, one of my best friends of like 10 years stopped being my best friend one day because she got with a homophobic man and all of our friends yeah she just dropped us yeah so her head is the size of a grape (laughs) (laughs) i'm putting it out there no actually it's a raisin once the grape very terrible person so i don't think you know her head so you can make fun of her head you can make fun of her head her brain's not that i wish her the worst yeah no i it's (laughs) sad for me to listen to i think i could write an email like that again but it's it is it's a little hard for me to listen to that because it's like a reminder of all the the I, I wish I was that hopeful and optimistic still in a way. Um, it's tough for me to listen to that, honestly, a little bit. A little jerky working jerky. You're a little jerky working. I think that's garden how you now. should open the podcast from this episode on. A jerky worky turkey. We're here. Goo, 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 goo. Uh, Didn't we used to say like, sh- you used to call me a shark because you told me I had small teeth like uh, a shark? Sharky warky. <laughs> sharky warky. I loved rhyming. I don't know why. Brad, do you think, uh, you know, ha- have you hardened it at all? I mean, I, I actually met Brad, so uh, do you guys know the backstory? So I was the one that actually introduced Brad and Jordan. Um, I was your flavor of the week. You were my flavor of the week. I was uh, I was sleeping with or fooling around with one of Brad's good friends. And uh, and then I met Brad uh, at dinner and uh, at a dinner with this guy I was seeing. And uh, he said, oh, this is my uh, my friend, Brad. And he had previously told me, oh, you know, we're going to go out with one of my straight friends. And uh, and then I, I just suspected gotcha that Brad, Brad wasn't as straight as his friend believed. 
Um, I invited Brad. To what my, was your first like sign that he wasn't? I kind of, you know, you he's just like sucking a dick in the corner. No, we You're just like, kind of, you, know, you just look at someone, and then you kind of know it's like, oh yeah, yeah, it's something. You know, you make eye contact, and you kind of yeah. He's out, probably like, very like uh, manicured and primped. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Well, I also had a huge crush on you. I, when so I that, first met you, that I didn't know, but you know, I I brought Brad to, I invited Brad to my twenty fifth birthday, and uh, you know, we we got very drunk, and at the the bar, Brad used to have these parties with like. He'd invite like 90 people. Yeah, they were huge. Like every I'd invite 90 actual. people and like, you know, 200 would show up. Um, I was someone back You've in the day. You've fallen from grace. I've fallen from grace. And last night I spent in with my dog. So, um, you know, it's went, it's went full circle. I invited you out. Um, but uh, yeah, so I had asked Brad at the bar, you know, are you, are, I asked him flat out, are you gay? And Brad looked at me with a stupid smirk and said, yep. Yeah, that sounds yep. exactly like a Brad story. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, and the rest is history. Ooh. Brad is, you know. The first time I met Brad, it's the same story whenever I meet anyone, like going on the guarded theme. Is that like, I, I, I didn't, we didn't even like warm up to each you other. You didn't even give me the well, time of day. Did you two meet at my 25th? Yes. Is that was the first time No, wasn't time it you your birthday? I think it was, it was no, like. No, the first meeting first? was at his birthday. Because I met. My birthday's a week later, so he brought you to mine. But the first time you were like being fucking DJ at whatever at his birthday party. And Jordan also ordered a stripper. Him and him and Saeed. Yeah, had, but we asked for the grossest one. Well, he was like 80. No, yeah. he, no, he was about 50. His ass he looked was like wrinkly. beef carpaccio. It was, it like, was really gross. And I said to them, I, I had co-workers coming to this. And I said, please, I, I suspected they were going to do something like this. And I said, please do not get a stripper. Yeah, and but if, said, when nothing. people tell me not to do something, I'm way more likely and, to do yeah, it. There he was. Real gross. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, you didn't even want to speak to me. You were just like, ugh, there's another one of Paulo's flavors. That's probably what was my, it, yeah, we weren't really friends in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like an hour Not Siamese doing a podcast with you. So where we ended off last week, I guess it was sort of where your relationship was going down the drain. It was going down. What were the signs that it was going down, Paulo? It's going down. What's well, that song? I was back on Face <laughs> yeah, Party. Timber. 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 Yeah, it wasn't Face Party then. We're, we're fast forwarding to probably what? The mid. Uh, so I would say you're in Toronto. Uh, what happens is uh, I'm coming every like weekend. I'm almost moved to Toronto to work at that law firm and live with that woman who hates you. Yeah. And uh, so, but like. She's a very masculine woman. Yeah. We talked about it on yeah. previous. So. What I just remember the fighting, just like the the fighting was all the time, and, and that's when you know you're getting annoyed with the person. Yeah, and literally, I'm a big fighter like, compared yeah. to the guy you're dating now. Like it's, I like to fight it out, get it out of the way, get the issues. I don't like things to like bubble up and or linger. Yeah, but we would fight about like I think the biggest thing that we would fight about. So it went from like, you know, being in the closet and like fighting about that. We would fight about like how you would process attention from men and like you you were like obsessed with everyone liking you you would have guys over for sleepovers and i was like i don't think you can behave like that when you have a boyfriend your thoughts hmm? i was enjoying myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you probably weren't yeah. actually thinking anything malicious of yeah, it at the time you, know, you were just like oh like people are liking me i'm becoming popular yeah, you know it's you know you come you i came to a new city i came by myself i i literally spent you know monday to friday alone until you know jordan and Lindsay would visit me on on the weekends maybe every second weekend and so you know saeed was the real um sort of uh spark i i met saeed and you know we had sort of and he was in the same situation like yeah, he didn't know anyone he was closeted and we created this sort of life together here that we you know we would go out probably wednesday to sunday um, I would still be at work for nine o'clock. Like it was, it was, it was 
a very, you know, I, I couldn't imagine living that life now, but it was, we were in this bubble where we were meeting guys and, and I, like, I wasn't cheating, like I said, but, you know, we're meeting guys, you know, guys are giving us attention. We're, we're drinking a lot. And we got into this, it's, um, what do we call it? Uh, the gay plosion, I think is what people call it. So we had our gay plosion and, you know, being sort of out for the first time, it was just, it was really exciting. So I think that's what, you know, that's what sort of led to probably it's a lot of, our- it's a lot of balls in the air you're juggling, right? So you're like, you have a new city, you're trying to make friends with people, but the weird thing about being, that was like literally a- and, uh, you know, metaphorically. <laughs> yeah. And, um, <laughs> just got that. Um, <laughs> so <stupid. laughs> um, and the thing is, is when you're gay, he's <laughs> struggling so right now. Um, I'm so proud of himself. You know, when you're gay, your friends can also be people that you have sex with or fool around with. I try not to do that, but it, it's a weird dynamic where I think for you, you would genuinely be searching out men and they, and you're handsome. So they would want to be fool around with you. And I found for a while, like, it was like, you couldn't hold a friend. You'd always have a new friend every week because they always want to fuck you. It got awkward. Then it's like, all right, then, you know, we had to move on. Did you feel like people just wanted you for that reason? Like, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I was horny too. Can I say horny on air? Can yes. I say horny? Air. CRTC standards. Oh my God. Um, We're not regulated. It's good. <laughs> no, I was horny too. I just, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, I, um, I, I still wanted, you know, I, I wanted a relationship with you. I was enjoying the, being in a relationship with you, but I also wanted some friends. I liked the attention. I was in a bit of a bad place, to be honest. Like it was like, I, I looked like I was happy, but I was kind of, it was an empty time in my life. Yeah, I know what you're saying. And then when I moved to Toronto, we lived together for about a month when I was looking <sighs> for a place. Yeah. And uh, if, if our relationship that was wasn't the only over time, before, it was. Yeah. I, I, listen, that's the only time I've ever lived with someone that I was dating and uh, it was not good. But was, I don't think it was like a good snapshot because we were already declining. But like, I remember we went 30 days. We didn't have sex once in 30 days. Oh, yeah. The entire month you lived together? Yeah, entire month. I just couldn't get over that. Like you come home and the person's there. I just, I needed my space. But I also, the yeah, the biggest issue that we have, one of the think, reasons I think we broke up is because I pooped in front of you. And I've never done that. <laughs> I've never done that with someone I'm just That wasn't since. the corn poop story that I left you with in the last episode. No, we'll leave the, the listeners dangling. We'll That's right. But I remember we used to do that. That was one of the things that I've never done you since. You pooped with the door open? No, he'd be like just brushing his teeth and I'd just no, be like I don't like that. dropping a deuce. Uh, it was more than once. And when Jordan poops, he does this. He oh, goes, can you make the noise? Yeah. <laughs> what is that i guess i'm releasing air it's a re- it's a release i think he always does that no matter and you can hear it with the doors closed or not you know it's i think it was a little more nasal when you did it can you get a little closer to the mic you ready <laughs> it sounds like when you're in a bed and the dog comes up to you like <laughs> oh my god I, I do have a bit of a cold so you know that's why it's yeah no that, that but i think it's also the mystery was was a little bit gone at that point yeah i will never do that um, so the official breakup was like, I think a couple times we probably broke up, but do you remember like the last time that we broke up? I think that we were fighting outside of a club in Toronto, weren't we? Um, it was a, it was fly nightclub. Remember we were arguing outside. Okay. What were we arguing about? I th- I think we were sort of, we had broken up and we were still like dancing together. And I, I think we always still, when we broke up, we wanted each other more. Like we would, you know. It's like any relationship. Sexually, yeah, we usually. wanted to have sex more when we were broken up. So I just remember sort of going back and forth with you shouting at the club. Like, not shouting, but like, oh, you're an asshole. And you'd be like, oh, you know, you, you, you're this. And um, and then we might have slept together that night. But, you know, that, that was the kind of what was going on for months. Definitely. And then, so 
and this part gets actually gets a little gray. So I know that we go months where we're well, we don't talk for a bit. I think we we had some time apart. Oh, actually, I do remember this part. We had some time apart. That was like the last breakup. You would sit on your couch and you had the Sex in the City DVD set. <laughs> yes, we broke, like up, we broke and, up and we decided we would stop seeing each other. So, like, period. So, and Jordan had you know was was everything in my world. You know, as much as I hated him at the time. Was turkey worky turkey. Was, I was oh, a turkey worky. And uh, so I had I had to fill this void, and I I remember I, I I was friends with good friends with Saeed. Him and I did everything together. I didn't leave my house for probably two weeks, and I I actually bought. Jordan had always said the Sex and City show was very good, so I purchased the the DVD set on Amazon. It was a collector's edition. I still have to this day. It is one of my most valued possessions. It's pink velvet, <laughs> and uh, I I literally watched the whole series from beginning to end twice. And just to like paint a picture of what kind of a shell of a man you were during that. So, so the difficult thing for Saeed is he's best friends with both of us. So it's like, he's, he's having to play middle ground. Yeah. Uh, But just like paint a picture. He told me he would come over to your house. You'd have some sort of like chips open on the floor. No, it was Nutella. I think it was just, I left my door open. He knew where I live. Saeed would, he was like Kramer. Saeed would just walk in. So I left my (laughs) door. He's still like Kramer. I would leave, you know, these illegals, you know, I, I, uh, (laughs) I, I left my door unlocked. He would come in and, you know, he often his trademark line, I'm the Mexican, you know, and I'm like, oh, hello, Hola. Sa- hello, Saeed. Hola. And, uh, you know, this time he saw me on the couch. I didn't even acknowledge him. And I had to, there was a jar of Nutella on the coffee table. And he's like, oh, my God. He's like, and he said, and he told me this the other day because we were talking about this. He told me that you would find a, a segment of the show where Carrie would say something super dramatic and the music would kick, kick in and you would replay it and you'd make him watch it like three or four times. Like, peace, this is look at this spot spot and you would play it for him and he's so like oh. for the next segment i actually will play one of those clips it's the one where carrie you know second season with the horse right and she's like I'll maybe, maybe i'm not right to be you know maybe i'm not the person to be tamed doesn't he say oh my god i felt like the horse you, <laughs> what you am i not carrie? Tamed? <laughs> no carrie can't be tamed no carrie sorry i felt like carrie in the moment i'm like you know maybe he didn't want me because he couldn't tame me he i feel like tamed. it's the reverse so i you know so i kept reminding and i'm like oh that's so me He's an asshole. That's so mean. Yeah. And while you were doing that, I was doing what I call my post breakup, uh, where I would take a, a bagel and I would take, I would make two bagel sandwiches, two, and I would put pimo bacon and cheese and mayo. Ew. And I would eat those. I thought I was you were so depressed. Say, no I actually vegetables. thought he was going to say I took a penis, and I'm like, that would probably sound. More, I still, that's still my that's coping. Probably mechanism. more truthful. Also that. And um, I put on about. 25 pounds i actually was handling the breakup better than you but no one wanted to fuck me because i was a fatty yeah, yeah. no yeah all right and i mean there's something for everyone you just have to lower your standards yeah and i did not so then we're, we we're not talking about anyone we know who what do you, i don't know i don't know. i don't know why i said that i mean i don't i don't want i don't podcast. want anyone thinking that we're talking about them You've already, we've already named a couple of people's names. Yeah, yeah. I know. It just comes flying out, unfortunately. I That's know. just how it is. Um, so then we, we would go back and forth. I remember one day, uh, so we were fighting, but we'd hang out with Saeed, the two of us, but we hated each other. And one day, Saeed, who never cries, borderline psychopath, uh, started crying because he was like, you two are fighting all the time. He I can't take his, it. He lost his mother and father. I mean, mother, they're mother. not dead. Well, you know, we refused to see each other. You know, we, we wouldn't be out on the same night, you know. Yeah. It was... It was, it was, it was rough, Brad. I know it's, it's hard to imagine, but I know I also, we, we, we lost, I lost my best friend. I mean, you and say we were my best friends. I lost you as my, I know everyone says that line, but like when you're gay and you don't really have a lot of gay friends, I lost the person I would like do everything with. Mm-hmm. That was, that was the hardest part. I think of it. 
Um, but then we would just bang for like three, four months. With produce. <laughs> what the fuck? What kind of produce would you use? <laughs> just say it. You already fucking said The time I'm thinking about it probably was, was it a cucumber or zucchini? Uh, yeah, we were zucchini. The thing is that we got adventurous in our, when we broke up. Like, why didn't we use produce? I think when you're with someone, you are like a little bit more reserved because you're afraid of what they're going to think of you. But we but were then, like five years what's, in. What's good about the cucumbers over the zucchini is because there's the plastic already wrapping the zucchini. No, you, you, the cucumber, you wanted to put sorry. a condom on it. Well, the, the, the that cucumbers. That would be sharp, though. Oh, the plastic the cucumbers actually have the plastic, so they, they would slide in. And you can have a salad. Use it for a salad after. <laughs> because it is already after. I remember I couldn't even look at it after we were done. I was like, get that shit out of here. This thing was two ninety nine. I'm not going to waste it. You know, we're going to. Put it in our chop salad. Well, Ew. even your friend Dave, who just broke up with someone, he was saying, like, once you break up with them, the sex gets incredible. What is that? Yeah. You know, I mean, I disagree. After I break up with someone, I don't want to see them ever again. Really? And I'm pretty adventurous in general. I want you to get over yourself. I actually suggested to my current, you know, my boyfriend, fiance, who I'm marrying on August the 10th. Shout out, honey. What are you plugging your wedding? I'm on plugging the my wedding. Come to the wedding. Uh, no, there's no room. There's no room. 62, 62 person wedding. But, you know, I've joked with them. I'm like, you know, I think we should break up from time to time to have better sex. Oh, you just open it this, up. This didn't, this didn't go well. No. How long have you guys been dating it now? It would, it, eight years. I think it'll be nine. No, eight, eight and a half. That's crazy. That's a long fucking And you've been time. engaged for how many of those years? Like five or six. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was the one. Um, no, it, I, I just don't really don't believe in weddings. One of the guys that... I mean, same uh one after so after we we break up uh you date a couple guys i can't besides the one we're going to talk about in a second but who, you, did you date anyone else i think a guy named dave who did you date oh i don't know if i dated really anyone seriously no. um i was having some fun there were a lot of um some fun. a lot of exchange students foreign exchange students <laughs> that's brad's how do you find them I, so you know i was on those apps brad yeah it was years ago but you know was you're on manhunt i remember i was on manhunt i was on plenty of fish um, and you go, please do not speak English. And if they didn't speak English, they were, they were over, you know, the straight to the front of the line. Yeah. Front of the line. One of them was your security guard. Don't pretend like, yes, that I happen. did fool around with my security guard while on duty while he was on duty. Mm -hmm. That's and a with, lot. And with Saeed passed out on my couch. Really nice. Wow. How romantic. He so added me to LinkedIn recently. Raw, what? Yes. Did you he accept it? Me. Of course I accepted it. Is he still a security person? Um, I think he's moved on now. He is, um, <laughs> I want to say he's probably a server. I, I want. I, I'm not. I'm not generalizing. I think it was a server somewhere. But you know, he's he's got LinkedIn and he added me. I mean, do servers usually have LinkedIn? Well, this one does. Okay. Well, we'll just end it there. <laughs> so then, uh, I remember there's a guy named Dave who broke your heart. Who? I don't even remember. This I don't want to say his last name. You know what it is. He did. He. I think he might listen to this. Actually, tell him. Tell him. But how we you feel. only had sex once. You know, it was and it was awkward. It, the you sex know, is awkward. It was very awkward. Yeah, I think it he was bad with sex. You. It was bad sex. Yeah, he probably told you he agreed. He did agree. He told me one time. I it remember was bad. This it was bad. Yeah, but he's he's. I think he. I could see you dating someone like him. It was he's like fun. one of those guys. Like you're cracking my brain. I have no idea who this is. But anyways, yeah. carry on. Yeah, we won't use his last name for the podcast. We don't want people to Google the name him. right now. <laughs> you're gonna know who he is though. Um, oh yeah, you know, it, it was someone I think I I idolized a bit. At the bars, like he was, he was very cute. He seemed to have his life together. Oh, good for we you! Went, yeah, we went on a few dates, and uh, you know, I was just smitten. And 
it just was a really bad fool around and you can't recover from a bad first fool around. And I don't know if it was my fault. I'll accept 30% of the blame. 30%? 30%. I made out with him once actually. Is he bad? Was he good? I can't remember. We were like, we went to government. It was the first time. Oh, I do remember that. First time he did MDMA and I like, I went with him. We were like friendly for a bit. Actually, we went to Cirque du Soleil together too one time. I remember. Well, you have him. a habit of dating people that I've previously dated. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Okay, but I'm but I made out with him. Uh, yeah, I made out with him at government. Too. Look at me just picking up the table scraps. Yeah, he likes picking my, up your table scraps. My, yeah, my scraps. So the next person is, I guess, like more a more serious relationship post me. A lot of mutual friends with you. Is this the one I'm currently dating? His name's Oh, yes. Yeah. The championship curler. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to out him. <laughs> search, so to the viewers, search championship curler and probably add plus. And oh my will, God. <laughs> and you will pull him up. You think our uh, audience is need, just Googling? I need the audience to have a mental image of this man because it was traumatizing. So how long did you date him? Five weeks. Okay. I, I dumped him. He brought me a, he had, he come over with a gift of shot glasses, which he, he, he broke my last shot glass in my favorite set. And, uh, and he showed up with a, a, well, that's a, a new, gift, then. a new package of shot glasses that were like crystal. And then I said, it's not working out. <laughs> right after he handed you the shot. Glasses? I took the shot glasses. Though. Of course I would too. Yeah. Were they just regular shot glasses? They were expensive. Crystal. I would say they were, you know, they might've been crystal. How much money do you make as a championship curler, do you think? Also, Why do you think you guys didn't work out? Besides well, everything else that you've told me. Let me see. You're sexually incompatible. Sexually incompatible. He, I don't know if I can say this on air. T- say the golf line. Come on. Yeah, I, took, would, I took the produce line. And okay. So, you know, we would be watching. He was, he was, he wasn't the brightest, I will say. <laughs> and you probably have his last name in front of you now because you've Googled <laughs> championship yeah. curler plus. So... <laughs> You know, he wasn't the brightest. And, I, you know, we would say, I'd say something like, you know, Stephen Harper. And for those non-Canadian viewers, Stephen Harper was our prime minister at the time. And he was like, oh, who is that? I says, that, that's our prime minister. And he says, oh, okay. You know, and I says, okay. I, and, and, you know, I said, you don't know, you know, do you not know he's our prime minister? And he would get very defensive. And he says, oh, do you know that Brett Culpepper is, is quarterback of the, and I says, I think that's a, you know, that's a different level of dumb. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would uh, say uninformed. Yeah. Sure. That's like an easier way of putting it, so but I would agree. Th- with that you. is kind of rude. I shouldn't say dumb. Uninformed. Uninformed. Uh, you know, some people make different priorities in life. So uh, you guys so we broke up. We weren't intellectually compatible, I feel. And or sexually he would, compatible. He would insist on, you know, we would go to a restaurant. This was like our third date. And he had this like idea that, and I've never met anyone like this. He liked to uh, sort of pamper me and baby me in a way. So we would, we went to a Korean restaurant, which is still one of my favorite sushi restaurants in the city. Um, hashtag Oja. Um, why are you hashtagging? I don't know why. You're starting, <laughs> you're starting a trend. What is it called? It's Oja. called Oja. Oja? Like that movie? It's Oja. Not, it's Oja on board. You don't have to it's hashtag Toronto. You can just say, would you like to sponsor the podcast? I would just, yeah. Because we we've can, now said your now name. Now we said the name, yeah. We yeah. have to reach out to them. That's, some, that's a... I'm trying to help you two to fund this thing. Oh, so I can come back a third Anytime time. someone names like a corporate entity, Brad and I was like, if you like to sponsor. <laughs> like, like sponsor even if it doesn't this. even match what we're doing. Yeah. I um, mean, they don't even accept credit cards, so I don't know if they're going to be able oh, to sponsor a, a podcast. But, so cheap. Uh, so we went to Oja and... Um, and I ordered soup and, you know, he said to me in front of the waiter, you know, are you sure that soup is really spicy? It was his favorite place in the city. So well, I've had that soup. It's really spicy. I don't want it to upset your tummy. 
in front I, of the server. And I was mortified. <laughs> Other times he would put a blanket on the floor for me before we were going to have sex. And I thought, what, what is do you going mean? on? On the floor? Uh, not, sorry, this was on his deck. He had a cottage. And oh. He laid the blanket out and, uh, you know, I clapped there. <laughs> Don't know why I clapped. <laughs> I can't remember clapping. <laughs> blanket, clap. So he would lay out a blanket at his cottage. Yeah, and he, it was very bizarre. Other times he would stand up and demand a blowjob. And I said, out, get out of my house. <laughs> I was not used to being ordered around. I mean, some people find that attractive to be like the submissive people one. Say people, no, but if you were into him, you would have thought that was great. But you oh, were clearly yeah. annoyed by him. And you were like, you're not going to well, take control I was control annoyed because we'd spend Saturdays watching golf. And then all of a sudden, I, you know, I'm finally getting into the game. It's like third putt or something. <laughs> third putt? And I didn't want to be distracted. And then he stands up and takes off his pants, revealing a full boner. <laughs> and says, boner. you know, and nothing says, gets you harder basically, than watching golf. A crude way of saying, like, give me oral now. And I was like, I'm like, you need to leave because I found it very offensive. I, 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 I kind of like when someone talks like that to me sexually, but you're right. If you're not into the person, like you're also incompatible because you don't want to watch fucking golf. So you're annoyed by that. And then he wants you to perform oral sex on him. What the if hell? If we hashtag the PGA tour, will they, do you think they'll oh spawn? Hashtag Ocha? What is it? Ocha? <laughs> PGA, PGA tour. The golf. Yeah, no, okay, we'll, we'll reach out to them. Maybe yeah. the woman's PGA tour. <laughs> um, the third putt. The lesbian one. Um, so so then he broke up with him, and then uh, probably like four months later. So probably about four days later, I was at Woody's, which is a popular bar in it Toronto. It was not four days. Just and let him finish. So fucking yeah, I would say probably a couple of days later, maybe a week or two. Oh, God. I was, at, uh, I was at a bar with some friends, and I had noticed that, you know, this ex of mine... You know, the championship curler plus was chatting with, and I'm, I'm really, I really want people to Google him. So if you haven't noticed, you know, if you haven't Googled Just, him, go to your computer. I was going to say his last name at this point. And so I saw the two of them chatting and I was, I, I, the, the sinking feeling in my chest, I thought, oh my God, no. Um, and you know, Jordan and I had still, we were, we were still sleeping together at the, were we still sleeping together at the no, time? No, I think we stopped. We might have stopped sleeping together because, you know, well, we were still very good friends. And I'd asked someone, is something going on between these two? And I think, is that where I found out? Saeed knew. Saeed knew and, and said either yes or said no to me at that point because he knew I was going to blow up uh, or be upset about like, it. why did you? Like, no, he's so, not that attractive of a man. So, like, no, why no, did you I, go after him? Well, I made a lot of mistakes in my early 20s, daddy issues. But I remember I went to the barn with Saeed one night and you and I had just gotten it back on good terms. So it was a really bad timing. I went to the um, bar one night and he was like talking to me and I actually never really talked to him before. Um, and then he was trying to get me to like make out with him, but he was like something like, so we made out and then he said something like, isn't it so fun to be bad? Like, and just like, <laughs> like one of those fucking wow. lines. Like, just like it was forbidden, so it was hot. And then Saeed and I left the bar together. I wasn't even drunk, I remember, because I drove. And uh, and we left the bar together. And then I was just like, oh, no. And then we started texting and started hanging out. And we kept it a secret. Um, you have a lot of these secret relationships. Oh, fuck. And then, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, I have the exact same experience. That's why I was laughing so hard, because I have the exact same experience that you're talking about with that, like father figure-esque type but that's what you were looking for at that point Apparently. daddy issues yeah but it's it there's something that annoys me it's it it's a condescension that like like you can't take care of yourself yeah i really well, no, it's also a fetish for him i think it's gotta be 
Yeah, I think so, probably. But like for me, it wants to be a provider. I like if if I dated someone like that today. If you're listening, <laughs> exact opposite of that. I don't want someone. I because it, it is so condescending to me. I can really take care of myself in every way. Obviously, I want a partner that cares for me that way. But like, I experienced the exact same thing as you. Like, I'd say like, I'm thinking of getting the salmon roll, and he would be like. You sure you want the salmon roll? He's like, you know, I can order for you. I can, I can order something better. Are we talking about Oja? Did he bring you there too? Yeah, fuck that's it. I went to Oja. Moves. That's his that's, his. that's 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 how his he moves. He moves his men. Hashtag Oja. Hashtag no soup at Oja because it's too spicy. Too spicy for, <laughs> for your tummy. tummy. For your tummy. I thought, what? I haven't used the word tummy since I was ten. No, and then I went to his uh his curling matches. Ew. And I one of the other issues you'd always get in fights is because like I just didn't respect curling because it's basically like housekeeping on ice. <laughs> I mean, that's really what it is. Uh, and I brought my mom and stuff. And then, yeah, we, we also... your mom? Yeah, we also were a terrible fit. Uh, pro- you two were probably a little bit worse of a fit because at least we had the sexual compatibility, but I was a terrible f- fit for him. But I was at that phase in my life where I was just like desperate and just wanted love and affection. So I just I grabbed the table scraps. And I, I'm told he left you. Uh... <laughs> For sure. um, a can of post, uh, he was a postal worker. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, the guy just came to his house and he said, you know what? Well, I don't know. The Anything's ba- better than George. No, I don't know the backstory, <laughs> but I just know he was dating his postal worker. <laughs> he's not Hot. his postal Well, he's no longer. I also have him on Facebook. He's not a postal worker now, but he was. Well, I wasn't doing much better. I was an unpaid radio intern, so... Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! That was so funny. Okay, so um, so at some point we we get back on 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 good ground. Fuck! You really brought the heat today. Yeah, you're fucking hilarious. I'm bringing heat. You bringing the heat? You told me to be myself. I I know. I, I know. know. I watched one one you on because you're so funny. Um, so we get on back on good terms at some point. I'm no longer dating him. Uh, and then you meet who is your current fiance. Uh, Can you say his real name? Dan. Yeah. Ah. Sorry. I don't know why I screamed. <laughs> he warned me. He says, you better behave. I don't want you to say anything embarrassing. <laughs> well, too late. Oops. Well, we haven't said anything poor about Dan yet. No, no. There's nothing bad to say about Dan. But what I find very interesting about the relationship with Dan is that um, Dan is, in many ways, I'm sure we have some similar qualities, but like Dan is the opposite of me. The two men that you were in love with, they're totally different humans. Is Dan the old Jordan, the, the, the pre-jaded Jordan, though? He may be. He may be. I thought about that, actually. Well, I think Dan is very optimistic. His family's very much, you know, the Brady Bunch, extremely lovely people. They don't like conflict. In fact, I, you know, sometimes I, I enjoy getting a, into a bit of an argument because I don't have a chance very often. So sometimes I just kind of start something. Oh, that's you know, hot. It's kind of <laughs> like saying I to suck like my dick during person. golf. No, it's like <laughs> you know, I'll blow up over you know a bit of spilled coffee because I'm like I just need some spice. You miss the con. You know, like you yeah, sometimes I you need a little, little bit of you know. It's like oh, you know, fuck off. You know, we'll say things like that because you know you need a level of aloofness. That's what it is. I find when when guys are too like when I'm dating someone and they're just fawn over you too much you want like a little bit of aloofness it keeps yeah, that chase you know up. sometimes you know what, there was one time dan gave me shit and he was very distraught after you know i did you know i was being a, a you know probably annoying and he kind of told me annoying? Off. not at all right never so he kind of told me off and and he was like he was distraught the whole day and i was like i actually kind of felt good i was like you know I, I said to him you know i i was actually i'm glad we hashed that out 
And he was uncomfortable the whole day. He's like, and he apologized like five hours later. He's like, I'm sorry I said that to you. And I'm like, don't be. I actually was kind of hot. People do crave conflict. And, you know, I'm not a masochist. Like, I, I don't want conflict all the time. And Jordan and I, God knows, had too much of it. But, you know, sometimes, sex was good. sometimes you need a bit of it. You know, you, you just need a, you can't always agree with each other. And, and we don't. Like, we're not a perfect match by any means. But, you know, sometimes you just need, you need to voice it, you know, voice things you're annoyed about. Yeah, for sure. And, and then there's always makeup sex. You also want the person that... Um, also, if there's a psychologist, I bet you on it, you know, listening right now, they're going to contact me. <laughs> and what are they going <laughs> to say? Yeah. You've got some issues. <laughs> well, you do have some issues. We all Shame on you, podcast.gmail.com. Yeah. Oh, go. yeah. We forgot to get the email out. Or if you'd like to... They'll, just... they'll share my contact details. Yes. Oh, you know what actually would be good? If someone could send us an email that they wrote to their boy, their ex-boyfriend. That was very cute. And particularly if it rhymes. Yes. Was it, did that rhyme? Jerky, turkey, murky. Jerky, oh, turkey, murky. murky. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, I think the, the thing about um, the relationship kind of with you and Dan is that uh, uh, I think you also want to feel like your partner, correct me if I'm wrong, like pushes you to a new level, right? And sometimes pushing someone to a, a new level or to do something is where you get that conflict from. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was a little bit of a pusher with you. You were, but so is Dan. So, you know, I have a tendency to sort of, you know, rest, is that the saying, rest on my laurels? Yeah, those Something baby like blues. Those baby blues, you know, and I'll get comfortable and, you know, I, I don't want to sort of progress. I feel like both you and Dan will both, you know, Dan encouraged me to do the MBA and I was sort of teetering back and forth on whether to do it and to change jobs the, the amount of times I have and just he's like, I know you can do this, you like this, you should pursue it. So you both have very different methods to get me there, but, you know. Well, maybe Dan and I are like a Venn diagram, like we... We interact in the middle in a certain way, maybe like sense of humor a little bit. Well, I'm a little more like, he's a little more PC. Way but more. The way the humors interact like with yours. And then maybe it's nice to have someone that's an opposite of you. Mm-hmm. But I just find it so interesting because usually when you find like another person's partner, there's like, they're kind of similar in certain ways, but like we are so different. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That is, that's all true. I have to say on the issue. That's very true. <laughs> We're both the, very good people. What's the worst thing about dating me and the best thing about dating me? The worst thing about dating you, I would probably say the constant conflict. The fu- you know, the, the, you um, don't own any of that, that like I'm so, calling you on your shit. Well, you can be a little bit aggressive. For those that don't know Jordan Power, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> he can be, you know, he, he craves that. He wants to, he wants to fight. For all his future partners. But the best part is, you know, the, the, for all the fighting, the makeups are amazing. Like you're in a good place. You're often having really good sex. You're talking about sex, basically? Well, not just sex, but like, you know, you're on that high, like you've made up and, you know, things are spectacular for, you know, the week after that huge blow up. Don't you have Uh, a better quality about dating me? Oh, what was the question again? Just sex. Purely physical. (laughs) I said, what's the worst worst part about dating me? And you jumped right over that. And then I was like, what's the best part about dating me? Okay. The best part about dating you, I think that you kept things uh, always interesting. So it was always something. That's like a negative connotation. No, no. You kept, it was always something new. Um, It just, you, you kept things very exciting. Like I find you are very interesting. You're probably the most interesting person I've ever known. Um, I mean, that's offensive to me. Is it? No, I'm kidding. No, I'm um, pretty interesting. I yeah, agree. like there's there's always something on the go with you. There's always something to talk about and to share. Like, I feel You'll like- You'll never you, be bored. You, yeah, you keep a level of interest, um, you know, w- regarding your life, like uh, about your life that I've never met. I've never been so interested in someone as I probably am you because you've always got something, you know, something Sweet. going on. It's yeah. very, yeah. Thank you're, you. You're very- um, Fun. You're not only fun, you're, you know, intellectual and- um, you're very funny, obviously. We Keep selling it. Keep selling it to the listeners. Um, 
so the potential suitors. Shame on you podcast at gmail.com. There you go. Uh, now I said too many nice. Photos. I didn't say anything nice. And now I said too many nice things about you. Well, I appreciate it. And I feel like you also. You're also a terrible person at times. But <sighs> but who isn't? I, I feel like I, I also am really fortunate to have like you being one of them supportive people around me. You're reading my book right now. You're reading my book yesterday. You're doing the podcast today. I'm on actually the chapter about uh, John Championship Curler. Oh, page yeah. 50, how convenient. Page 50 of the book. Great. That's what he was on my mind. I felt like I had to vent. Well, you did a great job. Yeah. That's what we're looking for, really. Yeah. So you and Dan are getting married uh, in August. We are. August 10th. I thought what? I was. I, you asked me to be your best man. <laughs> uh, what happened to that? Yeah. So Dan has um, banned you from. Have I told you this? Dan banned has, me from the wedding? Has not banned. He's allowed me to invite you. But Dan is, is worried oh, speak. that you're going to talk about anal sex during a speech or say something wildly inappropriate. Which um, is probably a fair which, judgment. Yeah. Or it's going to end up being a roast of him. Because Dan, you know, Jordan will say things like, oh, powder my nose. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> you got to give a little more context. A little context. You know, for months of, and my, you know, I don't know why I'm going here again. I'm sorry, Dan. But for months into our relationship, when we first met eight and a half years ago, Dan uh, has a bit of rouge around his nose that he likes to cover up and also razor bumps. Yeah, there's no shame in it. I wear bronzer sometimes. So for months into our relationship, Dan would go to the bathroom and powder his nose with, you know, with, bro- was it bronzer? What do you, what do you, no, no, it's just like powder. It's just powder. powder. Yeah. And uh, like a mime. And in those early days, I think Dan got a little too carried away. And his face was often, uh, had it had a matte fish finish. He looked like a wax figure in <laughs> it, photos. It didn't. A uh, woman. Can we post Asia one to the woman. website? I actually was laughing about it on Friday. This has also been on my mind because I. I a lot found, on your mind. Yeah. I, I found a picture. We were with Dan's friends on Friday and I found a picture where, you know, he was wearing, it looked like he was wearing lipstick. It, it wasn't, I hope it was, well, not I hope. If it was lipstick, I would still accept him. But he was wearing bronzer, you know, the full, full makeup. And it, there was a matte finish. I, it, it was very, it looked like a geisha is what I said. And, um, <laughs> I and so Dan was worried about, you know, you, you bringing up these stories at the wedding and. Okay. I am a, I am an inappropriate person. I'm a funny writer, obviously, but I, people always say this about me. Like I'm not an animal. Like I have clients and I've like run a successful business. It's not like I like that only. I wouldn't be able to listen. My book is an animal. The book is a the free book. for all. Yes. <laughs> it's a free for all. And, and Dan probably read a few chapters. And it doesn't and purport to be. That's why he's now. Did he, did he read a couple chapters? He is reading. it. Okay. So I don't, it doesn't purport to be something else. But that being said, if you, I also don't want to feel like as a creative person, if I was to write a speech that I'd be like constrained Censor. in a certain way. Well, do you remember? It's a, it's a balance. Do you remember? Act. I told you that Dan was, was not going to allow you to say a speech. I think I did tell you this maybe a year ago uh, and uh, you were upset by it. And then I said to Dan, what if I approve his speech? And, you know, and, and then, so I said to you, you know, maybe if I look at the speech, it would assuage, uh, you know, Dan's concerns about what you would say. And I think your comment to me, which I had to relate to him was, you're going to have the speech you submitted to me. <laughs> and then when you got to the podium, you would pull up the speech, the, the real one, one it's out a of bit. your pocket. Yeah, it's a bit. I would rip it up and be like, and fuck so that. And so I felt the, the need, like the duty to report this to Dan because I'm like, FYI, you know, I expect him to do this. And he's like, well, the ban is still, you know, you cannot. The ban is still in effect. Still in effect. You it's can't you want at the wedding. Yeah, you can't have it both ways. You want a good speech, but also I'm going to play a little bit on the edge. So... Well, you can have a boring speech. Edge. Some would say we're on the fringes. Your edge is a lot farther Again, than most other people's edge. The fringes. I just <laughs> he thinks our podcast. This podcast called, will forever be the fringes. Too. Guys, this podcast is used to be called fringes, <laughs> and uh, we'll just leave it there. You're assuming that so the viewers before knew it as fringes. No, no one knows it as that. No one knows uh-huh. it. So we have to do some little editing. Actually, 
one of the things we should say though is that Brad and I are recording like a block of two months of episodes. So by the time that these come out, we could our lives could. Be, it's the future. It's the future. We could be completely different. We could have boyfriends. We could like be doing any like we do. Crazy will I be shit. married by the time this comes out? That would no. be awkward. So maybe you should say you just got married. No, gonna... this will come out. It, the first episode comes out in the spring of 2019. I see. Stay tuned. Should we tell people what time it is right now or just they guess? No. Let them guess. Okay. Cool. So, one of the themes of our podcast is shame. Um, Brad, ask the question that you ask our guests. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I'm nervous now. You do it better than I me. just finally, no, I got, don't really, I finally got comfortable in this chair. I don't even remember the like, verbiage that I use normally. I love this. I would like to be here every week. I feel like you come alive. You're actually quite good at it. You yeah, were nervous before. I would really like to be here again. Saeed had a really good time when he was here, too. Would you fun. commit on air to having me a third time absolutely what do you want to talk about though the third time what anything? we're gonna take up more actually emails. you know what i will ask you right now and you if you agree to it it'll be on here um brad i want to do an episode where we do edibles yes. which you enjoy very much i do and we go on reddit and we answer questions that gay guys post like one of them someone posted the other day was my grandpa sent me nudes what do i do i see and we'll answer them live on the air another one was i'm just really curious what would you guys do Oh, we, we talked about it, actually. I call the police. Call the FBI. I would ignore it and block. But I, I'd, I'd send one back. So we're going to go through all these ridiculous questions and then uh, answer them on Edibles. Would you like to join us for that one? I'm there. I think that'd be a good one. All right, good. Okay, well, the question that Brad usually asks our guests is, do you feel, as a gay guy, who's kind of come into your own, I'm sure you have residual shame. One of the residual shames that you actually talked about relating to your wedding you said you found it would be awkward to dance with a man, slow dance with a man at your wedding. Oh, Look at you smirking. I know. I'm already uncomfortable. Talking Just about talking it? talking about it. No, no. Um, I'm kidding. Will there be a first dance? Yes. So, you know, Dan has already told me, you know, do you know he's already, literally last week he says, you know, we're going to have to hold hands and dance. And I'm Just like. Just don't do one of those choreograph, choreograph, how come I can't even say it? Choreograph. Choreographed dance routines that all these gay marriages have. Ooh, just please don't do something. Uh, that's awkward. You were going to do one of those? I'm just kidding. No. If I was to do one moves. of those, it would be, um, if the listeners know the song, you know, Wicked, the Wicked song. Oh my um, God. So if you can't find me, <laughs> look to the Western sky. That would be the one. Oh my God. You're so cute. As a background, Paulo has the worst fucking taste in music. Too many times I've gotten in the car and he's like, can we play this? My favorite song. It's usually like Hillary Duff, <laughs> something from Glee. I, I do love Glee. I do. I do. It's just like Glee. terrible pop music. But you obviously felt shame about that. And um, talk about that. And also like, do you, I know you and Dan show affection. Do you walk down the street holding hands? How we often? Don't. You don't? No, okay. no. I, you know, I, I, I jokingly sometimes grab his hand and he gets uncomfortable too. Um, Why? Oh, and Toronto is such a gay city. I feel like... You know, I know, but if you can't least, do it in Toronto, this is what we're talking about. Why where can you want to do this? 30% of the city has got to be gay. Downtown is probably upwards of 70. There's, um, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, and it's a fabulous city. I love this city. Very, very diverse. But um, you know, we should feel comfortable holding hands, but I don't. I don't know why. Brad does. You yeah. do hold hands. I do all the time. My heart beats I on don't. my chest. I get so... And I'm not worried about being... Because I was never really... Like, I was teased a bit. Uh, Cause I was, I had a lot of girlfriends. Like I, you know, I, I tried really hard not to appear gay. Cause I, I was always worried. I didn't want to be bullied like the other kids. Um, actually, sorry. I was going to say, I was going to talk about something different now, but my mind's just going off on a tangent. Go ahead. We're rolling. So I was thinking about this guy and we're rolling. So, you know, I was thinking about this guy that was tortured in my grade school 
this was, I think I had a dream about him and I haven't thought about him literally for probably, you know, 25 years. Um, but I, this guy popped in my head. His name is Gordon. I won't say his name, but he was tortured in grade school in like grade six. He was very effeminate. And I had, I had this memory that like, you know, and there was this particular instance where he was being bullied and the kids would always jersey him. He was a little bit overweight um, mm-hmm. and they always jersey Gordon. And then I would sort of be there. I would never participate. And, but I never stopped it. And I always felt like, sorry, this is getting really serious, but I felt, I felt like guilty about it because, and the re- what brought this in my, brought this up in a dream, I think was there was that story about um, the kid at, that went to St. Michael's private college in Toronto, a very ritzy college. Uh, was it, was it that story or the story in Halifax where the kid was lying down in a puddle and all the kids, the kid had cerebral palsy. That wasn't St. Michael's. This was uh. a, a case in Halifax uh, that came out last week where the kid was laying down in a puddle um, and it was videotaped where the kid said, lie down on this, in this pot on the, in this big puddle. And the kid used him as the kids used him as a stepping stone, um, to get across, to get road. across. And the kid went home and told his mother, he fell in the lake or fell in the water. And then this video surface where this kid was actually this kid with cerebral palsy was, uh, was, they called him a little bitch as they were doing it. It was all on video. And this video is, you know, it was removed from the internet, but anyway, the mother found out and. And I felt, I, I was heartbroken. I said, what parents could ever, ra-? I said to Dan, I says, you know, I don't think I could ever raise a child that would ever do this. Um, yeah. And so I said, you know, what kind of parents must they have been to raise a child to, that would do this to a kid that was, that was disabled? Well, to any, child, not to like, any child. Well, it was multiple children. To, doing to mul- it and, mul- and there's that gang mentality. And, uh, and then I felt, then I was, you know, I remembered how I was when there was a kid being bullied. And I was one of those bystanders that didn't speak out. Um, so I was kind of heartbroken and I was a bit ashamed in myself that, you know, had I had more courage as a kid to say like, stop it. Um, but you don't want the attention drawn to you. That's also, and then also as struggling with your own internal shit, knowing that I was probably gay as well, or, you know, I was interested in in men at a very young age, um, and trying to hide it. I I didn't want to bring attention to myself. For sure. So I thought about Gordon and and I actually wondered, I'm like, if I saw him and I wonder if he was on Facebook, I actually did look, I didn't find him to be honest, but, uh, Gordon, if you're listening, Gordon, if you're listening, you know, from St. Michael's. St. Michael's. It's actually St. Michael's Elementary School in Hamilton. I, I, you know, I don't know if you guys got teased as a kid. I, I had a lisp when I was a kid. I got called gay from like age 12 to 14. My parents had to go to the school multiple times to get kids to stop like teasing me. Even in high school, guys call me like pillow biter and stuff like that. Like that's still there for me when I go to grab that guy's hand on the street. That fear um, I just don't want to attract attention to myself. And that's also why Brad and I want to do this podcast about like the shame. It just, it lives in ways that you don't even really realize till they like jump out. Like, for sure. you know, uh, even, well, the conversation we had today actually about my, I'm so I'm as a background, I'm selling my condo and you were saying it might turn off some buyers by the photos I have. So Jordan has some cartoon photos of um, bare chested men. And I said, you know, Jordan, you might want to remove these photos. I mean, it makes it more. And what did uh, I say? Market or makes it marketable to a wider audience. Uh, and you said, why am I catering to it? these people? No, but <laughs> why am I catering to like, I'd rather like, I, I, you can't keep playing their game. That's my issue. It's like, I can't kowtow to like these groups in society. I can't keep doing it. So like, I'm going to say, fuck it. And that's what I, we're trying to do. We're trying With to get, podcast. yeah, we're trying to get to zero, get to like zero shame. Like, 
It will never be there. It will never be there. But like, I don't want it to keep manifesting itself in my relationships and all this kind of stuff. I want to be a proud gay man. But I'm also very hopeful, not to sound like I'm that old. I'm only in my 30s. But you know, the, the newer generation, we call them the new crop of gays. I mean, I find they're way more open about this stuff. They haven't sort of lived through that the stuff in the 80s and 90s. There was still that stigma. It got, you know, it, it, it's a lot better than what, you know, our, uh, the generation before us had to deal with. But uh, I think it's, it's getting better. And I, I see that people... You know, you do see a lot of younger couples holding hands without, you know, without a care in the world. And I actually love to see that. I mm-hmm. feel like I wish I was there. And it might be the same way that the generation before us feels about marriage. So I have spoken with some older gay men that said, you know, I just can't get myself there. They can't even fathom the idea of them because it was never an option for them. So, and for me, I'm like, you know, that's, it's the next step. You love each other, you get married. Um, you know, because we sort of grew up in, a, in, a, in, you know, we, our formative years, uh, gay marriage was, was legal and, and our friends were doing it. Yeah. And it's been getting better. Like I saw like the past, there's been four incredible gay movies in the past year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your favorite? Love I think Simon? I like, you know, oh. I liked love Simon because it reminded me of falling in love with you. That young <gasps> love. I also loved love Simon. I was on such a high after that movie that Brad and I went out and we were party girls. We were. We ended up that night in a hot tub with some random people. I couldn't fit in any of the bathing suits. One of the ones we previously talked about. One of the ones we previously talked. We I was so tired too, but I was like, Paulo's never in this mood. I was like, I have to go out with him. When Paulo gets like ma- manic, I'll call it manic. I get a lot in the mood of fun. where I, you know, I, I want to party. And also Brad, Brad slept over. I did not sleep over. That's the night you slept over. Yeah. He made you sleep oh, over. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant at the party. Yep. No, yeah, I did sleep over in your bed. I was a small spoon. We had a nice little cuddle. Did party. you cuddle? We did cuddle. We did cuddle. Interesting. Wow. Cool. How's Dan feel about that? Surprise. <laughs> I was so silly. Um, well, I appreciate no, Dan, you Dan's on. really cool. Thank you for doing this. I know I had to ask you about 48 different times and drive you here. But are you happy you did it? Are we done? Like, I think this, so. We're almost we're done. done unless you have anything else you want to talk about. I've got more material. Well, we'll have you on for a third episode. Okay, we'll, we'll do a third episode. Wow, you see, he's nervous to come on, and then he just can't get enough. Can't he's get just enough. Won't shut up. I found my wings. Well, I'm very uh, proud to call you. Well, it's also cool that you're my ex boyfriend. You're one of my best friends. I think that's very rare. I think a lot of people can relate to that. Um, I think also because, like, I was saying someone this other day, the idea of like making out with you or like having sex with you just like it just makes me laugh. Well, we made out. I want to say three weeks ago. Did we make out? We oh, probably packed. We pack all the time. And I can tell you it didn't move. <sighs> yeah, me either. No, no. It's just weird how it just ends. It ends. It ends. Yeah, it ends. One day you're my jerky it's like, turkey worky. It's like kissing your brother. Mind you, I'd never kiss my brother, but you know what I'm saying? It's like kissing, never a, kissing say a family never. member. It's weird. It's like you kiss on lips, it's like, yee. But it's weird how we went from like, I want to spend my life with you and all this to just like, your brain just, what is that? It just turns off one day. It's like, I want to spend my life with you and then produce and then it's the it's the circle of life it's (laughs) beautiful well i'm proud to call you my ex-boyfriend i feel like honestly truly like i'm proud that i like i have a most of the people i dated i'm not proud that i dated them but i'm proud and you wrote some very you had a list of 40 reasons why i was the best should we say why don't you come back and you can just do a live reading and i would do a live yeah of the reasons that i'm this is uh they call it spoken word spoken word i like it Okay, okay so how about so every week we usually do the outro um, telling people, you know, thanks for listening. See you next week. But this week, we'd like you to do it. So if you like this post, give it a thumbs up. Post? What do you mean post? You already fucked it up. Oh, the podcast. Sorry. sorry, if you like this, if you like this podcast, make sure you like. No. Subscribe. Make sure you subscribe. Give it a thumbs up. 
So you got to rate it, rate it, review it, and yeah. subscribe it. And all right. Do you want me to say that? Yeah, go ahead. Do it. So please rate it, subscribe to it, and like it. Perfect. And I uh, guess we'll see you next week. Thank you, Paulo. Thanks, Paulo. Thank you. Bye. Hey, did you like that episode of Shame on You podcast? If you did, we need your help. Go on iTunes, rate us, review us, and then subscribe. Or if you're a Spotify user, you can click the follow button. Even better, you could tell someone about the podcast. Thanks so much for your support. It's the only thing keeping us going.